forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say the battle of good versus evil is never ending because evil always survives. Some say that there are two types of people in this world, those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. But damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. There's a war going on out there. How can you be sure you're on the right side? The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I feel refreshed, and you know why? Why? Because I got to see you, buddy. We had, <laughs> we had a great brunch date yesterday, I must say, and... It's been too long. It's been too long since I've seen you in person, but what did I have? I had carnitas and eggs. I don't think I'd seen you in a couple years, maybe. When's it's last time, or maybe a year since summertime last year? Yeah, I think last time was when we recorded uh, the V for Vendetta episode at Zach's place all together. Right. I think that might be the last right. time. But yeah. uh, you know, Jr. We've talked about it before, but he hosts the or helps host the auction at Action City Comics, and so I purchased one on the last one, and. That's I true. am so giddy to read this Superman and Spider-Man comic. <laughs> what a crossover. What a crossover. So JR was kind enough to come up to my place here in Seattle and deliver it. Hand delivered to my doorstep. And yes. uh, then we got to go out. And actually our friend Ryan came up, who's a, a fan of the show and a good friend of mine. And uh, we got to just talk Marvel and have some have some mamacita margaritas over at Cactus. And just enjoyed, enjoyed, our, enjoyed our friendship, you know. And it, I just feel great. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's it's good to talk to someone so enthused about the Marvel universe and the idea of, uh, I guess, losing yourself in these fantasy worlds. Uh, she was a big Harry Potter fan, it sounds like. So, oh yeah, she's everything like is it? Disney, Disney World, Harry Potter, Star Wars. She just loves these sagas, and she recently dove into the MCU for the first time. Made the whole oh, run uh, in April, yeah. and uh, <laughs> the emotional turmoil um, alone. She had to get it out. She had to talk through it. So, yeah. Yeah. Always a good time. I like it. Ryan. Um, yeah. I, and so I was doing great, actually, I must say. And then you, know, you sent me a little snippet on Instagram about 15 minutes ago that, you know, kind of ruined my Sunday. And mm-hmm. uh, that snippet was apparently Marvel's in talks with Henry Cavill for mm-hmm. fucking Hercules. It's rumored. Rumored, yeah. Disgusting. Uh, you know, Henry's yeah. a great Superman. Don't get me wrong, but there's just the DC at Marvel. Let's keep them separate. First off, second off, let's get some personality with Hercules. You can't just have that stiff, handsome <laughs> jawline running it. And and this is my soapbox that I want to stand on right now, just to promote my one of my favorite comedians, podcast genius, John Gabris, who has been rallying the troops on social media to be casted as hercules and the guy right. got he's got the beard 
He's got the belly, the barrel gut, you could say. And he <laughs> would be such a fucking breath of fresh air for the Marvel Universe. He He's he's like a Paul Rudd, but just more snuggly, you know, a little bit bigger. Right. Uh, you know, likes to smoke the reefer and have a great time. And I just feel like that <laughs> that person entrenched in the Hercules role would change the game. So if you're listening out there, Marvel, uh, Feig, if you're listening, Feig, my guy, Johnny Favs, whoever's casting for this. Why haven't you already hit up John Gabris and announced it to the world? So Johnny, Johnny G, I'm out here for you promoting, and uh, I really hope it happens. But yeah, fucking not Henry, man. Get that shit out of here. Yeah, it's tough to get into the illusion. I think we talked about this with like, uh, maybe not you, but I was talking about with Mortal Kombat. Like, just having some actors that we haven't really seen kind of helps yeah, dude. the illusion of the movie. Don't, so, don't I mean, recycle. Henry's pretty famous. Uh, you're, I, I love him at Superman, but, um, and not to typecast him, I just don't want to see him in another character, superhero no. character, that no. just kind of kind of ruins some of that. I mean, I love them in uh, uh, one of the Mission Impossible movies. It was pretty good. The, uh, I think the latest one. Mission so, Impossible but, 37, that one? Yeah. Whatever it was. Something like that. I forget the name. If we're going to cross that barrier, let's make Paul Rudd Batman, and then I'll be okay with it. Yeah. If they do that, cool. All right, Henry can play whatever the fuck he wants because Paul Rudd is the Dark Knight. <laughs> if that doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen the other way around either. I won't accept it. That's so it. interesting. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is the Dark Batman. Knight. <laughs> so I guess I'm so funny. I guess I'm Bruce Wayne, guys. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Robin? Mm-hmm. What, what should we do here? <laughs> Who thought we'd be here? Look at us. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, but today we have such a freaking cool episode. I am so stoked. We have John Levine from the upcoming Loki series on to chat through his experience there. So before we get into that, Let's go into our beverage breakdown. Break it down again. So this week, uh, I thought we would go with something a little lunar, if you know what I mean. Um, and I picked this bad boy up at the local grocery store. Ecliptic Brewing. Flamingo Planet. Uh, it's a guava blonde ale. So it's one of their seasonal ales. And just the, the color scheme alone... And, you know, the space theme, I feel, was fitting for Loki, the god of mischief. And um, Ecliptic's actually based in Oregon. And John Harris is the founder. And he's obviously a a local beer craft legend. But he's also an astronomer, um, or at least an enthusiast of astronomy. So he kind of combined his two passions to make Ecliptic. And this is not the first beer I've had from Ecliptic. But I believe it's the first beer we've had on the pod. So I don't know if we've talked about Ecliptic before. Um, but their most popular does not one, sound familiar. Yeah, I think the most popular one's probably Starburst IPA. Um, I know I've had that and I've seen that on the shelves, but this one I haven't seen before. It's their spring seasonal, so it'll probably be ending up here at end of May, maybe June. Um, but yeah, it's a guava blonde ale, uh, 5.5%. It's got a nice goldenrod hue to it. Um, it is, I know it's brewed with 100% pale malt and obviously guava. And uh, blondes are usually kept at a little bit warmer temperature when they're brewed, so it makes it a little bit lighter, a little bit sweeter. And this one's going down the hatch now, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, that's good. That's really good. That is just a hint thicker than a lager. Just as crisp, and then it has a nice little tangy guava at the back of your throat right at the end that just sits there for a little bit not too long it's not it's not overly sweet which i was nervous about when it comes to a a blonde plus guava but it's just like a tangy lager um so Mm, big fan of that yeah big fan of that 
great time to bust that out when the sun's coming up, especially out here in Washington. The weather's been money lately. Uh, yeah. I hope they start selling those at Safe Cokes. I would, or sorry, T-Mobile Park. I would love to crush a few of those in the sun watching the Mariners, who mm-hmm. are winning right now. Um, right on. Yeah, that's our uh, that's our beverage breakdown. So let's talk some Loki. I mean, he's not the most popular character historically, but I think his with Tom uh, Hilson's portrayal, he's really jumped up ranks in people's minds. I think that the idea of a witty anti-hero in the MCU is just exactly what the doctor ordered um because uh, usually the yeah. bad guys are all brawn and uh to have some brain in there and also kind of flirting with both sides it's just a fun a fun environment to be to be, to visualize and uh i personally think that this series is going to put loki on the map even further to where a point where people are going to want him to be a prominent character and not just one that appears right here and there because uh, I, I think the show is going to be good i mean if you look at who's who's making it michael waldron uh, who's been uh, associated with Community and Rick and Morty, two of my favorite shows, two hilarious shows. Uh, this show's going to have a ton of humor. And if anybody can play that role well, it's Tom Hiddleston. So I think that there's just going to be gold coming our way, and I have really high hopes for it. And I think that's going to make Loki just a really even more prominent character than he already is. I think so, too. I think it's been such a, a good good run for him. As that character, and it it made him. I mean, he made it beautiful, you know. So you know. So I think it's such a good. Are you talking about his cheekbones? Uh, like, what are you talking about? His hair, like his hair, his you know, his acting. You know, he's got this like his eyes. He was a his eye. It was such a great counter to um Hemsworth? to Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was such a great counter to that. So I thought that yeah. was black, pretty cool black about versus it. Versus blonde hair. Bulk versus like, you know, gaunt, you could say. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's definitely the polar opposites, and yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really excited. What do you, what do you portray? Uh, this, this show is going to get for a rating standpoint from you. What, what number are you putting out there? Uh, they've done so good. I mean, I, I I'm probably going to be between like a seven point five to an eight point five is what I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking that it's just. They're gonna. It, I mean, it's got Owen uh, Wilson, right? Is that the right one? Luke Wilson. Wow. No, Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Not Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> How did we? Uh... Yeah, I think it'll be great. <laughs> what do you think is gonna be the villain in this one? I mean, it's it seems to be that Sophia DiMartino is in six episodes. It's only a six episode series, I believe, because Tom Hiddleston's in six episodes, and uh, they're saying that she might play the female version of Loki. So that'd be interesting. That'd be a first for Marvel to have transgender. Yeah main character that's interesting yeah um so i i am excited to get some answers hopefully probably probably won't get much uh from john he probably can't give us too many spoilers but uh you know from a guy that's on set if you look at the trailer he's in it you know with tom hiddleston right there it has even a funny part um but before we bring him on anything you want to touch on of loki i messed up and read the wrong book but i think i the book that i read was pretty <laughs> funny it was, yeah i know um i read i i try to get all the like, I was stuff I read it digitally, so it's completely different the way I usually read stuff. But, um, I the story I read was re- written by Al Ewing, which is the guy who's writing Immortal Hulk right now. Oh, um, that's your that's your shit. So it had yeah, so it had this like classy, um, classic like snippet of of uh, funny and weird and uh, a little bit of dark. So it was it was good to read. It was an easy. It was a great read. I liked it. So, but other other than that, I don't know. I mean, Loki is. He's just Thor's bad guy. I mean, villain, his annoying little 
brother, basically. Slash partner, you know? Slash partner, yeah. 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 All right. So, yeah. Well, we are very excited to see what Loki will bring to uh, the small screen, I guess you could say. Um, so uh, without further ado, we'll take a quick break, and when we get, come back, we'll have John Levine on to answer all of our questions. And we're back, and we have our hailed guest that we discussed earlier in the episode we are very excited about, John Levine from Cobra Kai and the upcoming Loki series and many more uh, feats in his hat. So, John, thank you so much for coming on, man. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, I I don't know. I'm shaking. I'm excited. There's so many things I have, <laughs> so many things I want to ask you. So, uh, but first now things I'm first, shaking, man. I don't, I'm, I'm <laughs> what you're gonna ask me? Just shaking. Uh, so. First things first, we always like to ask our guests to come on, you know, uh, with the comic book kind of theme question. What's your origin story? You know, how did, how did you get to where you are today? What's your coming of age tale? Sure. So um, I started really in, um, I guess, TV, film, commercials, that kind of stuff when I was about five years old. Um, my parents had a friend who was an agent. We lived in uh, northern New Jersey at the time. That's where I was born. And uh, the the friend came over for dinner one night and I was kind of messing around as a five-year-old just, and and they had mentioned that I was very expressive and, and, you know, sort of had a a little bit of a wit to me, even, even back then. Um, And they suggested that I get involved in, in doing TV commercials. So um, my parents, I got headshots and uh, I actually got a SAG card. I've been a SAG member since like 1977, which is crazy. Uh, Yeah. But um so that's really how it started. And, and my family moved to Florida, South Florida in 1980. So I only did it for maybe three years. Um, and I had booked some national commercials uh, when I was younger, some things that ran during the Olympics and, and bigger than obviously as a five-year-old, I didn't know what was really going on, but, uh, and I didn't really understand at that point how much it had shaped my, uh, sort of my appreciation for it, I guess, and what an impression it had made on me. Uh, sure. but, there was no industry in Florida back in the eighties. So it didn't really, you know, I I stopped doing all that kind of stuff. And, but I always kind of kept around the performance medium. I got into public speaking and Toastmasters and I, and I became student council president and giving speeches in front of the school. And then my school had a radio station. So I became a disc jockey and really anything I could do to like sort of be in front of people. Um, And then I started getting into, I went to college for communications. I got into uh, TV news. So like local TV news, I worked for a couple of stations down in Miami after college. Um, but now always kind of never really kind of putting two and two together of why I liked that, those types of, of jobs, you know, um, in that way. And then, you know, I was, I, I moved to New York city. I lived in New York city for a little while, um, and had actually started a website around actors and around castings and things like that, because my roommate at the time was an actor, but I never got into it myself. I was more the, on the tech side. Um, and then I, I like had a, I guess, third of a life crisis when I turned 30 years old and I was like, I need a career and I need to be a responsible adult and own a house and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So I got out of all that, got into like more of a corporate job, did that for about 10 years. And, and I was turning 40 and, and I was kind of sort of taking stock of my life at that point. And I was like, if I, if I wanted to do, if I could do anything that I wanted to do, but you know, if I had a wish right now to say, I wish I was this, what would that thing be? Because it's not what I'm doing. And the first thing that popped into my head was stand-up comedy. So I started doing some stand-up comedy and got into that whole, that whole world. 
Oh, shit. Uh, and about a year into that, I was like, you know what? Uh, I had another stand-up comedian friend of mine who was doing some acting work. And I said, I want to, I think I want to get back into that. And that's really how it started. So that was when I was about 41 years old, I started this part of my journey um, and was down in South Florida uh, for a little while doing TV commercials and things that were filming down on South Florida until about 2016. And that's when I decided, okay, if I'm really going to do this, I, I need to go where, where, where it's at and where it was at at the time. And it still is, is in Atlanta. Uh, and that's what brought me here. And I've been here for about five years and uh, got myself an agent and started going out and getting some auditions and, you know, luckily booking some stuff and, and it just kind of rolled on from there. Obviously crushing those auditions. No luck involved. Your uh, your roles are every time I see you in a role, it's just it's the quickest little humor that it, it just happens. It, it, you're in the trailer with the Loki, and you're with Tom Hiddleston. And you have that big stack of papers that he has to sign off on everything he's ever said. He makes one little comment. You print off another piece of paper. I was dying. But yeah, that, party, I'll tell you that 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 whole trailer thing was wild because I didn't know I was going to be in the trailer. I had, oh. I had no idea. Oh yeah, yeah no, like, they don't, they don't, they don't tell me. And to be honest, it, you're, you know, there's always a fear as an actor in, in, you know, smaller roles like this that you're not even going to, you know, you're going to get cut. Like they're not even going to do the, you know, you might have shot it, but it's ends up on the cutting room floor, as they say. So I don't even like to. I mean, obviously under NDA, I can't say anything that I'm doing it. Today, but even when it's coming out, I don't like to tell people or post it on Facebook until I know. I'm definitely because I don't want to be the guy who's like, "Hey, watch me on Loki tonight," and I'm never. Um, So, so I was actually going to play golf. Uh, It was one Monday morning, like I don't know, three weeks ago, whenever the trailer dropped. And I get into my car. It's about eight thirty in the morning, and I put my phone into a little car holder, and the screen lit up, and there was all these Facebook, you know, so and so tags on Facebook, and I was like, "What is what's going on here?" And I click on it, and there's like a screenshot of me in that role. And I freaked out because I was like, did this leak? Like, I, you know, I was like, oh, my God, you know, what happened? So I, I commented, I wanted to say, where did you get this from? He's like, dude, the trailer just dropped. You're like front and center in the middle of this trailer on Loki. Like, how did you not tell anybody? You were part of the MCU. And I'm like, I couldn't, you know, but uh, so it was a total surprise. And like, I, I, I was playing golf with another acting buddy of mine. My phone was blowing up all day and he was getting mad because I wasn't paying attention to the golf game. I'm like texting people and doing all that kind of stuff. So. I think uh, uh, your buddy understands, especially yeah. if he's in that world. He, he, uh, yeah, he definitely understands. <laughs> but more importantly, what'd you shoot that day? I mean, that's the question. Um, I think I shot an eighty-seven or an eighty-nine. In that, that's a good day. That's a good day. You break ninety, and you are prominent front center in a huge trailer worldwide. That's a good ass Sunday. <laughs> Listen, that was that was a great day for me. I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll mark that on the calendar as one of the good ones. Absolutely. That's awesome. Recognized for your wit at age five. That's uh, that's a feather in your cap. That's that's really cool. Yeah. I, I, what was I don't your know what I was? I don't know what I was doing, but I guess they liked it. <laughs> what was your? Did you have a disc jockey title when you were in college? Did you have like a, a DJ name? I did actually. Um, so it was actually in high school because my high school had a radio station. Uh, oh, and, gotcha. and, and um, although I did do radio in college, but this was it, it started in high school. But I uh, my nickname in high school and throughout college was Norm. Uh, after the character in Cheers, the mailman. Um, yeah, no, that was Cliff. Cliff was the mailman. Oh, that's Cliff. You're right. Norm, Norm was okay. his buddy. Right. So, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. When I was in high school, I was I was considerably heavier. I graduated high school at almost 300 pounds, so I was a, I was a pretty big oh, guy wow. back then. And uh, I, long story short, but they hung the nickname of Norm on me for for a reason, and it stuck. And everybody called me Norm. My teachers called me Norm. I mean, everybody knew me as Norm. Nobody knew me as John. Um, and, uh, so my DJ name in, in high school at the radio station was the notorious norm. 
Oh, I love it. Yes. So I was the notorious, and I I did the hip hop show. So it was the notorious norm. Oh my God. So you were, you were throwing them, them beats out there. You were. Oh, listen, listen, old school hip hop. This is my jammer. That's what I grew up on. I mean, my my first concert was the Beastie Boys. So, I mean, that's. uh, (laughs) Okay. That's a great, that's a great way to break the mold. I'm a big Tribe Called Quest guy when I go to. Oh, huge Tribe Called Quest. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Q-Tips, my boy. Awesome. That's my guy. Awesome. <laughs> have you have you uh have you been a fan of comics at all? Have you Oh yeah, I grew comics? up I, okay. yeah, I, I grew up reading comics, oh, love collecting it. comics. So it's uh it, you know, I, I joked around. I said, now that I'm in the MCU, I said, you know, and Cobra Kai, you add Star Wars or Indiana Jones to the mix, you pretty much wrapped up my childhood, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. <laughs> that's the dream right there, right? Oh, Maybe wow. one day I'll be in a TMNT movie way down the road. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll find my calling at 40 and start doing stand-up. That's God, Listen, that's a props to you, man. Nobody, a lot of people will be too afraid to do that. So much fun. I, I, just, I, was, I was, I was too afraid of not doing it. Frankly, that was, that was my biggest fear was just letting it all go by. Love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I saw you had a little bit of like, is that a martini glass to your, to your left? What are you, what are you sipping on? It is. It's a little, little, little gin, little, little gin martini. But I know, I know you guys are more on the beer tip, but I'm uh, <laughs> not much of a, not much of a beer guy. So I went with the gin. Hey. To each yeah. their own. So is, is gin your go-to? Yeah. Is that your cocktail of choice? Gin is gin, gin is my cocktail of choice. I'm a, a classic cocktail drinker. Little, nice little gin martini. Oh yeah, I think gin is very underrated. I'm a huge Hendrix fan. Uh, do you have a do you have a go-to type of gin? I mean, my sort of my my everyday driver, I would say, is probably Bombay Sapphire. Um, yeah. If, if I want to if I want to treat myself a little bit, I, I go with a, a High Clare Castle, which I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, or maybe even like a Sip Smith. Something like that, but uh, oh wow, I never heard of those ones. So must oh, uh, <laughs> that's why that's why it's when I treat myself. <laughs> yeah, they must have those on set. You know, it must be a on set cocktail. I wouldn't understand that world. So I put it in my uh, writer. I'm like, this is what I want in my trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I need Amazing. a big trailer. It needs to be stocked with gin. <laughs> right, and then they go, "Who are you again?" And I go, J-, "They're like, get 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 in the trailer. There's, there's some peanut M Ms in there. Knock yourself out." <laughs> hey, these are peanut. Yeah. yeah. So with, with 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 everything going on, and now I mean I watched Cobra Kai. Obviously, I loved Cobra Kai and or Cobra you in K, there. as John says, Cobra <laughs> K, <laughs> little snake that. on the wall. What what is your biggest accomplishment to date? Is it is it Loki or is it you have a bigger role? I was watching a lot of your videos on your on your website and everything, and hilarious. Uh, yeah, dying. My wife and I are just dying laughing <laughs> watching that, and then we're like. She's like, you get to talk to this guy today, and I go, yep. She's <laughs> well, watching. Very much. True, no worries. She's watching True Blood right now, so I get to like brag later. But um, what's <laughs> do you have a bigger? Uh, do you have a like? What is your accomplishment? What's your biggest accomplishment? I mean, my my largest role to date is definitely Loki. I mean, it's the biggest production and and sure. all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it, it's hard to to like rank those things. You know, it's it's you know the fact that you know. Loki's a bigger production, but but Cobra Kai was you know one of the first things that that I booked, so that has a very special place, and and it's you know Karate Kid, so that is a very special yeah. place, and it's you know, also me, incredibly huge, like it's that's massive as well. Oh yeah, and and listen, I I was so happy when it moved to Netflix because it like really got the notoriety it deserved. I oh, thought it was right. such a good show, and it was it was just so unknown on YouTube. Um, and now YouTube's really, they've pretty much gotten out of the premium content business. But, um, so, but when it went to Netflix and it just, it, it was actually funny because the episode that I was in had aired, you know, like a year and a half prior to that, or maybe probably even two years prior to, to it moving to Netflix. And right. 
you know, there was all these people that started reaching out to me once, you know, they were like, Oh my God, you were on this. I'm like, yeah, two years ago. It just debuted. So it was kind of cool. You know, it was, it was uh, I got to kind of relive that whole thing again, which was, which was really awesome. Um, but yeah, no, listen, I'm, I'm very, I'm proud of everything that I've done. Um, I've had some, some really awesome opportunities, um, you know, and just, and like I said, just the short time that I've been doing this, I mean, I really, you know, I'm 47 now. So I've really been doing it for, you know, six years, um, you know, sort of in this, in this stint and to be where I am, you know, six years into it is, I mean, it's, it's unheard of, you know, it's just, I've I'm, I'm been very, very fortunate, very fortunate. It's phenomenal. And, and it's not, it's not by chance. You know, I think that when you do have a role, it's you, you you're a scene stealer. I mean, you have a, a way of comedic timing that, you know, you, you had it at age five, it sounds like. So uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely love it. And a big fan. And and I, I know you can't reveal any like secrets or details of what's, what's to come in Loki, but what, what should sure. we expect from this show? I mean, Loki's never been really a, a, a protagonist. It's always kind of been a side character. And now this whole mm-hmm. show is going to focus on him. You being a comic book fan from day one, it sounds like. What what should we expect from the show? You know, I'll be honest with you. I, I can't share secrets because I don't even know secrets. I mean, they keep everything <laughs> so locked down. It's true. I mean, it's, I it's it. I get, you know, I get two pages of script when I get on set, which is, you know, my two pages or three pages, whatever it was, and nothing more. And, you know, as soon as my day's over and I, and I wrap and I'm walking out of that trailer, they're in there making sure that that script is still on that desk. I mean, it's... It's it's that uh, like heavy. You well, can't. I mean, you can't even take a souvenir. You know what I mean? It's, no pictures on set. You know, like all that kind of thing. But so yeah. I, you know, I, I'd love to be able to say, oh, I've got you know a, a big reveal. I don't have any, unfortunately. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you 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 saw the basically the gist of the scene. You know, and 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 you can tell by the trailer what's happening in the in the show. You know, what the plot of the show is. He's sort of out of his. You know, this this Loki variant is out of his element uh, due to what happened during the the time heist, but. Um, you know, I'll be honest, I think it looks awesome. I mean, I'm really so excited just to see it, you know, just, just that trailer, me in it aside, it just looks so good. I mean, and, and Tom just looks, I mean, he's hilarious. I mean, he, you want to talk about a guy with comedic timing. I mean, he is just, he's, he's a pro and it it just, I'm dying. I'm dying to see it. I really, (laughs) I think it's going to be so, I just finished up winter soldier and now I'm, I'm ready for the next one. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm raring to go for, for Loki. Oh man, nice. we're right there with you. What, uh, what, what is your character? Like, what, what do you have a title? Like what's your like position? Uh, well, so the, the title, I mean, the, the name of my character was paperwork clerk is the like sort of official, like in the script, you know? The, yeah. Um, and, and I worked for the, the TVA, the time variance authority, which is that, you know, the agency ta- tasked with, uh, you know, with, with keeping everything in line. Um, and I don't know if there, like I had a, I mean, it didn't really get too in depth other than the fact that I, I'm, the guy that makes him sign off on this is everything you've ever said. Um, and there's definitely a lot more to that scene. And just by what they showed in the trailer, um, I, I am hoping they keep half of it. Cause it was, it was really a funny, it was just a well-written that show was very well, at least from what I saw, it was very well-written. And, um, and like I said, and Tom was, was just great. Just taking, taking what was given to him and running with it. And, and we really had a great time shooting it. Oh man, so funny. Was it? Um, I, I know. How was it being? I mean, have you worked with someone as big as an actor before, Tom? Or is is Tom? Um, so as I shot a movie about a year and a half ago with Kelsey Grammer, 
So pretty big. He's a, yeah, he's pretty big. He's pretty big. Right yeah, here. me too. Me, me too. I mean, I grew up. Like I said, my, my nickname was Norm in in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Frasier growing up. It's one of my favorite shows. So I, I had a chance to shoot a movie with him about a year and a half ago, um, <clears throat> maybe two years ago at this point. So I, I would say he's probably and he's a, a from a different era, but certainly I would think is big, uh, or maybe even a little bit bigger than Tom Hiddleston. Um, um, so I, you know, I guess that answers your question, but, but, um, nobody that I've worked with has ever been, um, has always been super friendly I and mean, super friendly, super nice, super welcoming, you know, and just, just wanting to work and just wanting to, you know, they, they want, everybody wants the best, uh, out of the production. So, um, yeah. Did you get any interaction with Michael Waldron? I'm not sure if he was ever on set, but, uh, I, I did not really, I worked, uh, I'm in two episodes of the show um of loki um and i worked with another actor um for this for this second episode that i'm in uh, it's not the second episode but this the the the, the other episode i'm in um <clears throat> uh but that was the only really the only two that i tom and and this other actor that i that i interacted with Gotcha. Well, I mean, sure. notice, notice how I strategically danced around that uh, the other actor in episode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. I, 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 I love it. I don't want security guards with, with Mickey Mouse <laughs> jumping into my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Have a, have a couple more sips of gin, then I'll ask that question. Yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> that dance goes. Keep drinking. Keep drinking. We just send over some, some uh, booze to your house. Just keep it. Keep yeah, Drizzly should be on. I don't mean it there. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Drizzly. That's what it was. I was trying to think of it. Right. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I'm actually stoked to hear that you have uh comic book knowledge because we have a couple loki themed questions to throw your way oh, and see you know okay. uh just just where you land and i will say you have uh asked the audience as a lifeline jr is our resident comic book expert so if you okay. do and he doesn't know these questions either so i put these together and he won't be able to give you the answer right away so you have that to use wow. once there's five questions oh, um cool. and if and we'll give you a phone a friend if you if you have somebody that you want to call and ask. There's always that option are, too. Are these all Loki themed or just general comic book? Uh, Loki themed. So there's some some actor questions, some comic book questions, some movie questions. Okay. Um, and the prize obviously uh, is uh, unspeakable value that you win if you get all five. Uh, sure. Be named later. Do that out. Right. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Right. Maybe a bottle of Bombay. Hey, of course. Of course. Them. I'm risking like public embarrassment by not knowing any of them, but that's fine too. It's it's. it's <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's the industry you cho- you signed up for, John. You know this. That is, is correct. I did, I did sign up for this. This is good all the time. Yeah. yeah, we embarrass ourselves all the time, so it's fine. Yeah, on a regular basis. All right. <laughs> Question number one: True or false? Loki, the upcoming series, is the first villain-centric project from Marvel Studios. From Marvel Studios. I don't. Deadpool wasn't Marvel, and I don't know if you consider him a villain. He probably wishes he was a villain. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say true. Final answer. False. <laughs> <laughs> False is not your final answer. <laughs> All right, where are we where are we landing? Um, well, I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm trying to think of Marvel Studios and, and what they. Um, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say false. False. Should have gone with your gut, John. It is true. The Damn first, it. the first villain centric, uh, which I am very excited about because I think the villains are way more extreme than the actual heroes. You uh, know what, 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 what I started to waffle on was like, I was like the Punisher series on Netflix. I'm like, was that Marvel studios or was that how it's produced outside of that? 
I believe it is Marvel, but he's also he's like it's tough to say villain centric because it's an anti hero, and that's kind of what Punisher is. It's like Venom, like they are villains, but they also help out the good guys. So it, it is well, but you could argue you make the same argument for Loki, though. I mean, you know, exactly, exactly. So it's so, hard to say he's actually a villain. Yeah. So it's trick, kind of question. A trick question. That's a trickster <laughs> question. Nice, mischievous question. He is the god of mischief. <laughs> uh, question number two. Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson starred together in another film that they starred together, obviously, in this series. And they starred together in another film that involved time travel back in 2011. Can you name that film? Time travel, Owen Wilson, 2011. Oh. Now, man, I, I can't. I... Do you want to use a lifeline? <laughs> Do someone else besides me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I he's a comic book expert. I don't know if this is a comic book question. Um, it's not, it's not, no, I, well, it's not the one where the the girl puts the letters in the in the post office in the in the mailbox, is it? The lake house. That's that's that it? I think that's Keanu that's Reeves, I believe. Interesting. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I cheated because that's this part of it. Oh, I've never Googling seen this it? movie. Yeah, I've never, never seen, seen this movie. movie. Oh, never seen great. this movie. So do you have you want so you have is Lake House your answer? Yeah, Lake House is my answer. <laughs> All right, um, Midnight in Paris is the, oh. is the answer. Have you seen that movie? I've never even heard of it. Okay, <laughs> well. All right, this one is multiple choice, uh, and you're over two. So we need we need you to get this I one. Right, I need so, something here. I need something. I need something here. <laughs> what were Loki's last words to Thanos before he was killed? In obviously the movie. Yeah. A. You will never be a god. B, you will never win. C, your breath is terrible. Or D, see you in hell. I think it was A. A, you will never be a god? Yeah. Final answer? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I think that's what it was. I've seen that movie a bunch of times. Am I wrong? We have a winner. All right. He's got one on the board. Well yes. done. Right. Well done. All right. I'm not, I'm not getting lapped here. All right. This makes me like Loki even more, getting strangled out by a fucking mad titan, and he says, you will never be a god. Yeah. Oh, what a way to go out. All right. Question number four. This is also multiple choice. This one's a little tougher, but JR might be able to help you out with this. Okay. In Marvel's 1990 Acts of Vengeance, which was a comic book run, Loki recruits a group of ragtag super, ragtag supervillains to counter the Avengers initiative. The team consisted of Red Skull, Doctor Doom, Kingpin, Magneto, Mandarin, and Wizard. What was this team called? Was it A, the Revengers? B, the Prime Movers? C, the Doom Patrol? Or D, the Serpent Society? I'm going to go with Prime Movers. B, the prime movers. Final answer? How hard is the fifth question? <laughs> the fifth question is no, not multiple choice. It is a, you have to figure it out in your head. So this one has oh. multiple choice at least. So you have, you have probably a better chance. I think, at this I, think it's, I think it's prime movers. All right. Locking it in? Locking it in. Two in a row, John boy. Out of boy. Let's go. Very impressive. I didn't know that one. I had to look that one up myself. That is did deep. you know that one, JR? Good job. I did not know that. So I'm trying to Google <laughs> it as fast as I can. 
Um, well done. Because well I think I, rem- I think I, I mean I think I remember that storyline, and I think I remember thinking to myself, "That's a, a pretty dumb name for for the group." That's exactly and what I thought. I, I try to surround yeah. it by cooler names, so throw yeah. You and the I trail. think that's why it stuck with me is because I remembered being just dumb. Yeah. And it was actually an interesting theory. It was Loki's thought was that these these heroes haven't fought these specific villains yet, so they wouldn't be used to them. And so, like, Juggernaut was in there, too, and, like, hmm. they tried to get all these other people. They tried to get Apocalypse involved. It was an interesting story, but it uh, didn't, didn't last long. All right, final question. So you're two and two. This will give you a winning percentage. Question number five. How did Loki receive his magical powers? How did he receive? Well, he was born on that other planet. Mm-hmm. The Frost Giants. Yeah, the Frost. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, he, yeah, the, uh, but I can never pronounce. Jay knows how to pronounce it. I can't pronounce it. Though. Now I can't pronounce it because I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pressure. <laughs> um, yeah, how did he receive his magical powers? Because he was like the son of the Frost King. Mm-hmm. Was was. But yeah, and Odin slayed him. What's that? Odin slayed his father and, right. and took, and then took, took him. the baby. Mm-hmm. So, so, but there must have been something else that gave him his powers because I'm guessing him just being the, the child of the Frost King wasn't it. Yeah, he's right. not able to shape like their Frost Giants aren't able to shape shift and everything like he is. Right. So, how did he get that? All right, I'm phoning a friend here. I'm using my phone a friend, which I <laughs> strategically saved for the last. All right. Oh God. I hope I'm right, but um, didn't his mother, Frigga, teach him how to do magic? So he learned magic from his, the all, the all mother. So Odin's wife? Odin's wife, yeah, if you want to put it that way. She does have a name, Jordan. Her name's Frigga. Yeah. Gen- Frigga, I know, I'm just saying. Down with the patriarchy. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. I'm not trying to be canceled right now. <laughs> I didn't mean anything by that. I was just trying to connect the, connect the dots for the listeners. All right. So that is your hint, John. Are you taking that advice, or do you have something else you want to say? Well, seeing as how I the the son of the Frost King was about where my knowledge ended, so I'm going to go with the hint as as learn magic from mom. That is correct. He learned his magic from Frigga. She trained him and shared her abilities with him. The adoptive mother, which what? Jr. the man. Thank you, (laughs) Jr. So that gives you. Three out of five, which is a winning percentage, and honestly, probably better than I would have done going into this. Well, Ooh, well right. done. Well Thanks. done. Very <laughs> impressive. But no, John, we're just really grateful for you coming on, man. And obviously, you have a lot going on. You're a busy man, and you're very talented. And, um, and Thank you very much. I would this like, great. I would, oh, of course, I would like our listeners to be able to find your work. So where, where would they go to find you know, your reels and um so imdb you can just uh, search me john levine uh on it's john with no h j-o-n um and then johnlevine.com is also my website and uh all, all my info is there as well so it's probably probably the two easiest ways um i'm also on instagram as john levine uh and on twitter as it's john levine because that was the only one i couldn't get is just regular john <laughs> Couldn't get the uh, John Levine. I throw the it's in there. And uh, for our listeners out there, if you do go to that website, check out his reels. He has some great bits with famous historical movies, uh, including a few good men, which I was dying when I was. Seeing. Yes, that's uh, <laughs> that, that was the fun one. I'll, I'll be honest with you. That that's one of the things that kept me going through the the whole quarantine you know phase. Was <laughs> I was I was sitting here bored out of my mind, and uh, this is where this is. I'm in the room where I shoot my auditions, but I threw up a green screen and, and was like, I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start doing this. So I started put, putting those together a little bit, and it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. 
Hell yeah. Well, well done. Definitely enjoyed it. And our listeners will enjoy it too. All right. Well, that's all we have for you, man. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to chat about or anything else you want to No, I just want to say, hey, thank you. Thank you guys very much. This was great. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, to to listening to more of your stuff and more of your podcast because it's uh, now now that I've been exposed to it and I know about it, I'm I'm, uh, (laughs) excited for it. (laughs) Oh, well, I love that. And, and, uh, Unfortunately for you, we will not be strangers. So uh, you'll hear more from uh, us in the, in the email. Listen, uh, call me anytime, day or night, but only from the uh, hours of <laughs> eight, eight, 8 to 8.05 a.m. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> I will hold you to that, sir. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you so much for coming on, Joe. We appreciate it, man. Thank you very thank much. You, John. And we're back and uh, giddy over that interview we just had with John Levine. Uh, what a, what a fucking guy. What a blast. That was so much fun. Um, but that's our Loki episode and thank you guys so much for listening. JR, anything you want to plug before we head out here? Yeah. Just like always, uh, we're huge. Uh, action city really supports us big time. We're going to be doing an episode sponsored by action city once a week. So we're going to have two episodes drop. Um, we're going to start that, uh, not this week, up, um, not this, uh, should be next Wednesday actually. So we're going to be dropping that next week and you'll be seeing, um, another episode from Action City. So you check out Action City uh, on their Instagram. Check out, check out their um, live shows on Tuesdays. We're talking about doing another live show during the day so we can reach the East Coast. Um, the store is really growing, and um, I'm just I'm happy to be a part of that. I'm happy that we're a part of that uh, as uh, Hop Heroes to watch and, and see the the, the growth of the store so um check them out you need any books you need any you, you have any questions or anything like that um shoot them our way and i can get them delivered to you as well so hell yeah hell yeah just like uh he hand delivered to me he'll hand deliver to you anywhere in the country if you order it he will drive to your doorstep right jr yeah just just let me know you know i gotta comb my hair it takes a little bit i got i got a lot of hair you gotta comb your hair <laughs> that's what it takes yeah. a little bit not the drive to wisconsin it's the nah, combing nah. of the hair no nah, it's uh, making me look good yeah exactly you don't need that to look good you always look good baby all right <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode hope you had fun hope you enjoyed john's presence because i know we really did and hope you're all as giddy as we are for the upcoming loki series um so until next week stay thirsty my friends yes, yes.